everybody and welcome back to another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we'll be talking about episode 14 from season 1, Mars vs. Mars. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Yvette. I'm Kim. Yay! Hi Kim! Kim. Hi! Hi Kim. <laughs> We're glad to have you back. Yay! I'm glad to be back. And I think we had another baby episode today, so no Naomi. Yes. No, Naomi. Those pesky babies. <laughs> Always causing trouble. Don't they these babies to... know that there's podcasting to be done? I these know. babies, <laughs> these, the, the, these deliveries need to be scheduled. Right. <laughs> I won't take it, but there's a quote in this episode that kind of speaks to that whole kid thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll quote that when we come to it and dedicate it to Naomi. There we go. <laughs> Okay, so I guess I don't have any questions for you, Kim. You answered them last time. Yay! <laughs> Anything new mm. you'd like to plug? Yes, actually, there is, All weirdly right. enough. Um, yeah, uh, well, two things, really. Um, Quadruple Z is really up and running with, I mean, obviously this show is on there, but uh, we're doing a bunch more um, little uh, one-offs, so please stay tuned to um to quadzi for all the new and fun entertaining things we're throwing your way and then um some people may remember the quirky nomads or qn and um that was sage's podcast and it pretty much just faded pod faded but she is doing a new podcast it's called queen and crone and she's already i've already done some voice acting for it so um, everybody go check out Queen and Crone. Um, I think it's even queenandcrone.com, and she's on Facebook uh, with the new show. It should be very similar to, as far as I understand, to the last one, but um, kind of exciting that she's getting it up and running again and uh, more voice acting parts for everyone. Woohoo! Awesome. <laughs> Sounds so. like fun. Very cool. Okay, let's have our episode summary. Season 1, Episode 14, Mars vs. Mars. When an O-Niner accuses Veronica's favorite teacher of sexual harassment, Veronica finds herself pitted against her father, who is hired by the girl's family to get him fired. Meanwhile, Logan enlists Veronica's help to track down his mother, who he believes is still alive. Okay, so the way that I split this up, let's see if it's the same as the way you guys split it up. Alright. Alright, A plot is Veronica versus Keith. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> B plot is Logan's search for answers. Yes. Yep. And C plot is Veronica investigates Duncan. Yep. Yes. yes. All yes. right. Yay! <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I, I almost actually emailed earlier when I was getting ready to take notes to be like, okay, what are the three plots? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, that would be cheating. <laughs> Part of the fun is guessing. That's right. All right. So to begin with, we have uh, there in is it history class? I think, I think so. I think it's history yeah. class. Um, and they're playing a Jeopardy game to, I assume, get ready for a test. And Carrie Bishop pipes up and tells Mr. Brooke during class that she's pregnant. Not pregnant. Not pregnant. Thank you. <laughs> and he can have his keys back. Yes. But so, 
one thing on this, the funny thing is, well, it's not funny at all, but this exact, pretty much the same case minus Veronica and the coolness happened at my middle school. Oh, really? Oh, my Mm -hmm. God, at middle school? In middle school? Yeah. So, um, it, well, it was like eighth grade, but um, it was a science teacher, and he was very well-loved and, you know, like just the coolest guy you could possibly have, an awesome teacher. Everyone really liked him. And this girl that everyone just pretty much thought was a slut before, and um, she got really shamed when she brought this up because everyone assumed she was lying. And I don't know. I have some thoughts about this whole thing because, um, yeah, I mean, just from – from that so we'll get to that but um when i first saw this i kind of knew what was gonna what the whole thing was gonna be just from i mean i don't know cool teacher um veronica really thinks he's innocent you know the girl who nobody likes thinking that she was you know and thinking that she's lying and anyway it was interesting one for me to watch wow i mean let's be honest though every high school um, TV show has this storyline at some point, like pr- practically every one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, except for Buffy. I, I was going to say, there's well, not one in Buffy. Which yes, there, yeah, yeah, yes, there is. No, what? not what a pregnant kid scared and by the, a teacher. And the, the, and the pray mantis. Okay, that's not that's a pregnancy scare by a teacher. No, but <laughs> it's perfectly willing and able. And it's an insect acid. preying on. It's a really bad episode, too. It, <laughs> it, it, it is a terrible episode, but I, I, pretty much There's everyone has a, has a teacher, has a teacher-student, you know, relationship in it that's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And if you read fan fiction, there's... Well, yeah. <laughs> Everything's fair game and fan fiction. <sighs> Everybody fun. have a drink for fanfic. <laughs> uh, yes. And Buffy. <laughs> oh, boy. Two drinks. Uh, okay, so uh, Carrie Bishop is known as a gossip, which I have a little haha next to because Leighton Meester, who plays her, is on Gossip Girl. Cute. I knew she looked familiar, and I've never seen that show, but then I've just seen her in the media, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all around, and so I kind of knew who she was. But yeah, um, and another thing, talking about names, and I was so proud of myself, and I'm sure I'm not the only one to guess this, but. Um, her last name is Bishop, and the guy's the teacher's name is Rook. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. I don't uh, know if it means anything or whatever. Yep. It took me my second round, but I thought it was kind of neat. Andrew pointed that one out to me. I was like, oh, yeah. I think maybe um, Andrew pointed it out to me when I listened to your podcast. Actually, ah, <laughs> uh, this yeah. podcast we can't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Stop dangling things in front of our faces. <laughs> and, Susie, uh, and Susie's last name was Knight, right? Knight. Yep. yep. That's right. Oh. That's right. I knew there was a third one in there, but I thought it was King for some reason. It was Knight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all checked. So cool. <laughs> but does it mean anything? Well. well don't tell us. But <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I mean, they're all pawns in, a, in this game for the teacher, I guess. I just I meant like, over arcing mythology of it but i guess uh, well you could even though go on the whole um they all got rooked yeah uh, <laughs> swindled sort of or mm-hmm. pull the wool, yeah. pull wool over their eyes or something like that mm-hmm. i don't know 
Uh, and I know this isn't directly related to the storyline, but while the credits were going during this part of the uh, episode, I saw uh, uh, Max Greenfield's name come back up, and I was like, yes! Just, <laughs> just throwing that out there. It'll come in later. <laughs> That's right. So Keith has been hired to investigate Mr. Rook, and Veronica is quite upset about this. When we were doing predictions last week, I think that... I think Yvette might have mentioned this. The fact yeah, that it would I was be Mars. Some, um, mm-hmm. I liked our theories better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really whatever. We'll we'll talk about it, but I'm yeah. But I on the other yeah. hand was really hoping for some Leanne, but that's all right. <laughs> I think I was hoping for like, you know, a mutant baby or something like that, but Oh no, it was um that Logan's mother was this, the other kid, Mars. That's right, yes. Because that's going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I have a note here that says that it was really a shame at how um, Veronica is laying out such judgment on Carrie. Excuse me. I know, um, I know. Th- throughout all of this. I mean, and especially even like when, you know, Keith comes in and, you know, they have their initial argument over it. And it's like, I mean, I, I understand that she doesn't like her and I understand why she doesn't like her. Um, but to lay judgment on her so thickly when everybody judges Veronica, it's, you know, and she lives in that world of judgment, seemed kind of, not out of character, I guess, but kind of against her own best interest. I thought it was a little bit like, it, it made me not like Veronica as much in this episode. I mean, I know it's probably just this episode, but I actually have that in my notes because um, she actually says this things, people say you're fast. And didn't, like, Logan say something pretty similar to Veronica in the pilot? You know, it just seemed a little bit of hi- hypocritical and, and very judgy coming from a girl who's often been misrepresented. And it didn't make me like her that much. Yeah, you know, Veronica has way. no problem being a hypocrite, though. She's pretty open to that. And, and really she gets judgmental of O-Niners. Yeah, and she's so angry. I mean, like, especially... Like, that flashback really does clear up some of that. And by the way, that is Susan Knight that Carrie Bishop is talking to. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yes. But, uh, you know, when she's hearing them talk, diss her about, you know, dating Duncan. And because um, she was already insecure because she wasn't an O-Niner and in the O-Niner world. And then they continue to diss her and then all this random stuff about Duncan happens. But regardless, um, she just, she has so much animosity in her towards the O-Niners and it, in some ways she really feels justified. I guess she's I can, a hypocrite though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess I can see what you're saying, but I think that I'm, I mean, it's definitely hypocritical. I, I mean, you know, I guess we've all been there, you know, but uh, it just was a little bit of a turnoff for her character for for me for this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really didn't like her this episode, and it made me kind of angry because I was like, "No, I love Veronica. Why do I like kind of really dislike her now?" Yeah, I mean, what you say makes sense. It just it I don't know. I guess in previous episodes, even though she is quick quick to point fingers, I will say on in every episode, she's like, "You did it." <laughs> um, and have it's just which amuses me. Like it's it's a Veronica trait now. Like oh, get all indignant and pointy of fingers. Um, but you know it. Um, 
but I think that in this one, just because of the nature of the case, um, it w- and it was so clear to me that she wasn't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just sensitive to this fact, but um, it just seemed because it was so mirroring accusations that were pointed at her that you know you'd think that she would have a little bit more of a broader mind. But I can see what you're saying. Was was that flashback that that we had in the bathroom? Was that was she with Duncan at that point? Yeah. So she wasn't necessarily liked um, by everybody when she was dating Duncan. No, definitely not. She's poor, Jimmy. The poor girls are never well liked in this this series. (laughs) You know, if you don't, your father doesn't make six figures into the higher six figures of that. You can pretty much, people just don't think you're worthy of anything. You're trash. Uh huh. Yeah. It's well. It's like she has said before. You know, the only reason she was even allowed in that world was because she was dating Duncan. So, her half brother. Right. Yes, her half brother. <laughs> right. Okay, I can't wait till we get to his storyline because I've got stuff to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So we'll we'll move along then, yeah. so we can get there. Um, Veronica offers her help to Mr. Rook and meets his daughter, which is a little weird. Oh, wait, so, did we skip over the um, the bullying by song portion? Yes, we already Oh, my gosh. That. This is a God. very musical series. <laughs> I really, uh, y'all, I have to admit, I hate musicals. And anytime people just start randomly busting out in song, it just annoys me. So this, <laughs> this will be seriously subtracting some points. I hated that scene so much. My my note on that scene is the Bobsy triplet sings some hits, sing some sting at her. Oh my god! <laughs> and here's the funny thing is that when I was a little when I was a kid and I used to listen to this song, I used to really really like it because I didn't get it. And then yeah. like the slowly dawning realization as I got older and started listening to the song, I'm like, wait a minute, what is this song about? <laughs> and then by the time we get to this like episode and this time in my life, I hate this song. So I was like really feeling sorry for. Um, this chicky here because um the bishop because what's her first name carrie carrie Carrie, okay um i feel really sorry for her because like it's clear to me even at this point that you know she's either telling the truth or you know she doesn't deserve this sort of treatment something's going on and so i just felt really bad for her and i didn't like the song so (laughs) nobody bullies by song it doesn't happen yeah, I think that there's people who shouldn't sing. Like, apparently Duncan shouldn't sing. Oh, Veronica no. shouldn't sing if there's going to be a bad editor involved. <laughs> um, and and clearly these girls, you know. This this series is simply dying for a musical episode, though, which probably <laughs> Yvette won't watch. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start bullying by song from now on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a bully. <laughs> That's what I the first time I met you, Jimmy, which is over Skype. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> this man is clearly a bully. Clearly. <laughs> I think the music. I have just tiny interlude. I think musical episodes of TV shows have hit a total low because I didn't know this until recently. But the Grey's Anatomy had one. Yes, they did. And I was like, was really. Horrible. Oh my god! I mean, the singing was I mean, horrible, but well, yeah, because the gal who plays Callie was the lead in right. Spamalot, right? Like, so, and I knew she had the chops, but still, I was like, really. But it's like 
after Buffy, who actually had a reason for having a musical, I know. it's like, you can't Everybody just have a musical. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, you know, joking aside, I would seriously duck, duck points for any, any TV series that has a musical aside from Buffy. Or if they have a very, very, very good reason that they uh-huh. can possibly justify to me. Exactly. Yes. If there's some sort of something in their TV universe that works and they could have a right. musical. Like Community could have a, I mean, a musical episode. That would, and mom. they did. How I Met Your Mother did it kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, like comedies have an easier time of it, but I can't well, believe Scrubs it. did it, but they did it, you know, and it fit in the storyline, but it was the exact same storyline that Grace Anatomy used. It was dumb. Okay. Delusional <laughs> person, sick person, uh, you know. Yeah. Okay, I'm going back to my previous. Anyway, I apologize for derailing that. Oh, that's okay. It oh, have you been on our podcast? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was just a mild, a mild right. you know, tangent. It's quite uh-huh. alright. I, I, I need somebody to tangent with. <laughs> that's right. Naomi's not here, so glad I could help out. <laughs> all right. So I think that uh, Carrie and Susan actually came up with a pretty good good plan here. Uh, Keith tells Veronica that Carrie kept a diary. And the credit card charges on Mr. Rook's card match the dates in the diary. I'm sorry. Wait, can we back up one second? Yeah. Um, when Veronica goes to see Captain Skeevy uh-huh. at his house, and he has a daughter. He has a young daughter, and he's taking advantage of teenage girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... It just his... makes him skeevier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In okay. the end. So, On, and every scene where he's in, I have a different I have a different name from him. They range from Captain Skeevy to Mr. McSkeevy to. <laughs> <laughs> like, but Mr. but Mc when Skeevy you first stuff. watch this episode, that the fact that he has a daughter makes him endearing. Uh huh. Okay, so here's the thing: I was is that he's out from the get-go. Me too, and here's what I hate, is that this actor is Ben on Parks and Recreation, and I love him there, and it was really hard, like, from the beginning, I'm like, oh, no, I got this, like, sinking feeling in my stomach, because I knew that it was too easy if he was innocent, and so I just didn't want to see him go wrong and it made me really really sad to know that he was going to go wrong, so, like, Jimmy, I had just this gross feeling in my stomach, and also, you know, if I was him, he's also stupid, because we'll discuss his other stupid points, but, you know, if you're being accused of something like this, you don't let a student in your house by herself. Right. And, you know, Agreed. you just don't do that. There yeah. were so many instances of that. Even when he came up to her or she came up to him and started talking to him um, in his classroom by her, by himself, like, um, those are just things you just don't do if you value your career and everything. Because, you know, at that point, everything is suspect. And this girl right. could be, you know, could throw accusations at you too, you know? It was just mm-hmm. so stupid. Anyway. And, and I have to point out my biggest, my biggest issue with this episode is in that scene when um, he talks about how he just gets his union rep. Um, I, I'm a teacher, so I know what the teacher's union is like. And that is the only thing that you, the teacher's union can provide for you is kick butt lawyers and they will provide a lot of them so to be honest him representing himself is completely unrealistic because if he's in a union he probably has access to a lot of very high quality lawyers because that's what they do that's why they're there 
So that part, I was really having a hard time believing. Mm -hmm. Well, he obviously didn't need a lawyer because Veronica was able to get him <laughs> off. <laughs> I know, right? And I was actually wondering about that. I'm glad that you're on the on here to explain that because I was wondering about that just because it seemed a little silly knowing how – I mean, I, I'm not a teacher and I don't know how they work very much, but it just seemed that he would be allowed to represent himself, There, you know, when this is clearly such a big thing. And I remember, yeah. like I said, from – grade school I don't I mean middle school I don't remember a lot of it but I remember that it was a big big thing and it wasn't like just like three random people in a courtroom you know right yeah no it would have been a really big thing and um I mean this was probably like a pre-trial kind of deal but still he still would have had lawyers there he still would have had at the very least a like district or like higher up union representative not just himself that doesn't know <laughs> does not happen right okay so any thoughts on the diary and the whole the whole setup like how they were proving that he had done it well I think they did a good job at uh, well so I didn't I didn't know that uh, it was Susie at the end like I I, I really I didn't I, I really thought it was just um, gossip girl that that did it or that, that, that he was having the affair with. Um, but, uh, I thought they, they did a really good job at, uh, well, she did a really good job because apparently it was all her. It was all, uh, Bishop. yeah, I don't think Susan yeah. was involved. Well, I yeah, think she, she handed over the diary right, and the it. phone. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think that she helped like plan it or anything. So she really went to bat for her friend. I think that was actually pretty admirable i mean she mm -hmm. could have probably should have just gone with the truth but um you know pretty admirable to step up so well and and to come up with such a good plan agreed uh i love keith pity cooking because he has more information <laughs> that brock isn't gonna like oh my gosh this is the best tactic ever i'm gonna have to remember this <laughs> pity cooking yeah well it lessens the blow apparently yeah, but then <laughs> but then they lose their appetite, so I don't know that it really works. Yeah. Well, at least you tried. That's right. <laughs> Just and, don't make a salad because it'll be way too obvious. <laughs> and exactly. so that's when we find out that um, that he was fired from from his, his last, last job. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which his excuse for that was so lame. I know. I was like, seriously. I mean. Seriously? Doesn't it seem like, would, maybe they mentioned this and I missed it, but shouldn't Veronica have been able to, like, access why he was fired? She's able to access was, everything else. I yeah. Think, well, the excuse was that it was sealed or something. But She was able yeah. to access other sealed documents exactly. in other episodes. So, And at that time, I mentioned it, and you guys, are, you guys said something like, let's just pretend she's God or something to that effect. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm... I'm, I mean, I'm calling them out on this one. I mean, <laughs> took her way too long. And, and you know what? Here's here's the thing. She didn't want to find out that much. Yeah. Yeah, I think right. you're probably right. There we go. Yeah. So, um, Veronica has broken into the safe in the office. Oh, my God. <laughs> the so, best scene. So she decides to do it again and steal the diary. And then... And Ink bomb. <laughs> and in my notes, because I'm watching this along and I'm like writing, I'm like, oh my God, Keith, don't you know your daughter? Keith, 
What's wrong with you? Why do you put your password on these stupid things? Keith, you labeled the box? And then I'm like, Keith, I love you. <laughs> it was the best thing ever because I was so irate, you know, by the time she got to the box, just thinking like, you know, this is the stupidest thing ever. And then I just had to, I had to clap. It was awesome. So, yeah. My admiration of Keith Mars has, you know, knows no bounds. <laughs> It's hard not to admire Keith throughout this whole thing, but uh, but this was an especially, um, I mean, he really nailed her. Like he knew that she was going to know where to look, and he, you know, all in all the wrong places. You know, uh, he led her directly to it just so that he could get her. <laughs> and then he appears to her in the mirror, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> like it was like really stop. It was just like one of those things from like a horror flick gone wrong or something. Like she's washing her face and looks up in the mirror and like he's in the reflection. It was awesome. With that toothy grin. Yeah. <laughs> and some great quotes, which I won't take. But yeah. Oh, yeah, him yes. teasing her was great. <laughs> and she's so angry about it. It's like she's you're the so one that was breaking angry. into the safe. <laughs> I know. She's like indignant. And, she deserved um, it. I have to say that, like, you know, I know this is Mars versus Mars, but Veronica's, like, just, I guess, tenacity as well as her anger and just all the teen angst that goes along with it. But he did not take any joy in it at all, except for this. He did not. Like, he was really sad about it and, like, just the pity cooking and just mm-hmm. everything. Like, it was clear that he he didn't want to be right in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that they weren't too, like, antagonistic towards each yeah. other, really. Yeah, it's a smart part of the writers because, yeah, because their relationship, you know, is one of the best things in the show. And I don't, it's kind of, last week, I think, Vivette, when you were saying that this is what it was going to be, like, Veronica against her dad, I was kind of not looking forward to this episode because I don't like to see them fighting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. (sighs) I'm going to pretend that's not an annoying laugh, Kim. <laughs> no, that's exactly what Andrew says every time. Oh. He's like, you hate I everybody, you know, everybody you just hate every episode where they're fighting. It's just made me laugh because that's exactly what he says. Well, uh, good because I felt like I'm, I feel like I'm a sap sometimes when I say things like that because oh. it's like, well, this is a TV show and I should like, and you know, but that's like one relationship which I feel sacred. We're like great together. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Keith lets Veronica see the dates of the credit card charges, since he won't let her read the diary. Um, and Veronica figures out that Carrie wasn't at the track meet, or was at a track meet, and not where the diary said she was. So she confronts her with that information. And this is after, you know, after everything. Like after the whole trial and everything. No, no, this was before. Before. Yeah. Oh, okay. But oh. it is after Carrie had uh, given, told Veronica all these like, "Watch out for this yeah. when he's trying to seduce uh-huh. you." Yes, yeah. the black That's sheets right. and the Rolling Stones and. Oh my God! And as soon as she started listing this, my thought was, "Okay, this is going to be important later. Like mm-hmm. this is how you know it's going to get. She's going to get caught or whatever. Something's going to happen with this." But then also, ew, like. A teacher <laughs> black satin sheets and like the role. I, I just, I mean, ew. It's just so gross. Yeah, I know. It's so <laughs> gross. And again, he's Ben from Price and Recreation. He's like the sweetest, nicest guy ever. And so just to think of him in this light, it was like even creepier. Anyway, <laughs> anyone who nope. watches that show hopefully will understand. But 
He will forever be Mr. McSkeevy to me now. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> then don't watch Parks and Rec because he's like one of the best things about like his relationship with someone on that show is one of the best things on that show. So <laughs> It's true. Like my first note is just Ben with a whole bunch of exclamation points. Okay, so you watch it too. Like yeah. weren't you slightly sad? <laughs> well, I, I kind of like seeing this actor playing somebody who's so different, you know, like a totally different character. Yeah. But that's in so, my enjoyment of this, necessarily. So skeevy, though. So skeevy. All right. So we have the trial and Veronica hilariously makes uh, these text messages invalid um, by making it seem like uh, Vice Principal Clemens is having an affair with the school board lady. I mean, that was super clever. Uh, I mean, you know, Veronica is always very clever. So, um, I mean, and it was very clever that she got him off on a technicality like that, even though he's skeevy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you would want Veronica as your lawyer. Seriously, and when right. when when she actually gives uh you know gives him the phone and everything, and the whole text message thing goes down, the smugness on her face. Mm-hmm. She's sitting there, and she is so smug. She's like, "Yep, I totally saved his ass. Thank you very much." <laughs> I think that she has like the whole episode. I mean, if you watch it with an eye to the fact that he is this, you know, of whom, you know, like, as as he's accused correctly, um, whether the girl is correct or not. And you see the scenes between Veronica and himself. Like, you can tell, like, first of all, she obviously has a crush on him. But also, it just gives this weirdness to every single scene where she's, like, rooting up for him or is alone with him. So No crush. No crush. No crush. <sighs> but she acts like it. Like if you she were to watch it, like yeah. it, oh, it's just Ew. so unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, ew. That's mm-hmm. all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this—I mean, girls have crushes on teachers all the time. Not even girls; like people have crushes on their teachers all the time. Like it happens. It's just that because he acted on it, that's what makes it so unsettling. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it should be an innocent thing. Like it should be like, you know, just. It should be an innocent thing, but it's just not in this case, which makes it gross. Right. Agreed. All right. So it turns out that there's no evidence. And so Mr. Rook wins the hearing. Uh, Veronica brings back his phone to his house. Again. Yeah. His house. Mm -hmm. Why does she have his phone? Because she took his phone to... Oh, yeah. To put a password password protection. I know, but like, is that really... Really, it's not a it's not a good professional move on his part. Right? Yeah, let her have his phone. Yeah, coming from the teaching (laughs) um, profession, I mean, there's. (laughs) I know teachers. I know male teachers that will not close the door to their room at all because of the impropriety. They don't want any confusion or concern or being accused of anything, Mm -hmm. especially when it's like them and one or two female students, they definitely would never let the, like they would be in the hall if they could. Oh my gosh. And I just remembered this, like 
So um, there was this terrible show with Michelle and Michelle Geller called Ringer that I used to watch because <laughs> I used to hate watch it. And Logan was in that show as a teacher who got accused. Oh, yes. Of, oh, that's right. Um, that was yeah, Logan? That yes. was Logan. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to totally go back and watch that episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and episode. so, yeah, and he got false. Well, he, it was a whole setup and everything. It was, yes. Whatever, was but Logan? spoilers yes. for Ringer people. But um, <laughs> that was Logan, and so it just popped into my head. I'm like, because I remember in that, like, I, thinking about the open door thing and keeping the you know doors open and not closing them as well. But mm-hmm. it's just just not right. Just for the record, I liked Ringer and all its cheese. Me too. Okay, I watched every single episode. <laughs> Yes. SMG. I was very sad when it got canceled. I sadly was. I wasn't happy with it always, but at the same time, I was sad when it got canceled. Mm-hmm. I think I just want to see whatever any Buffy alum does to succeed. Right. That's part of it, too. It was a guilty pleasure show. It was. Certainly. I just couldn't stop watching it, even mm-hmm. though I wanted to. You get turned away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So to finish out the A plot, uh, Veronica sees the black satin sheets and uh, hears the music and um she realizes that well uh she was wrong and she figures out uh that carrie's story was actually susan knight i can't remember how she figured that sweet out sweet knees she went and looked at the who won the debate that's yes, the extemporaneous the speaking competition and wouldn't you think that her um bishop friend carrie would know that she had no part in this whole speaking thing and that would be an easy way to figure it out like I know that's uh, it was because it was so specific right it was like right like it was uh, you wouldn't even have to look that up in the yearbook you just go to one of the guys in the debate team who won the contemporary speaking thing last year was Susan Knight I mean was uh Carrie Bishop ever on the debate team like yeah. you would know right <laughs> like yeah it would just be common knowledge but no and so I mean but I didn't see this coming but I don't know. I didn't care for this little twist. But one thing, um, backing up, before she uncovered this, um, they said that, um, I forget who made the announcement, that he'd be able to teach in the same school. From what I know, and maybe it's just my, it was my school, I think that he got off, but he was not allowed to teach in the same school. He had to move to a different district or something like that, because just the scandal alone. Like, you know, it's not a, you know, even if you get cleared it's still not advisable to go back to the same school just because, you know, now you have students thinking about that as opposed to what they're supposed to be thinking about. So I don't I know. I think if you... it, this, again, I think this was like a super early, you know, like they didn't make it like they, they it wasn't if this was like yet. the very first step. It was because he talked about how it was having an effect on his like the newspapers were talking about it and having an effect on his career, but I still oh, yeah. think it was like super, super early. Like, um, just like it wasn't a serious enough allegation at the time. But Even I agree. Have, I mean, you had girls singing professionally. At him. It would not be the good, the best idea to, you know, to stay at that same school. You would really, and the principal probably would be trying to get him off you know, shoved off to another school and he might even get like a, you know, stinky contract situation where like he has to teach gym all the time or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, cause they can do that kind of stuff, but they, yeah, I don't, it's, 
I, I think if he chose to stay, then he was allowed to stay, would be my guess. Not yeah, a I don't know. On his part, though. I mean, there were girls singing at <laughs> at Carrie. I mean, that's pretty serious, you know. Yeah, and like, Carrie said she needed that uh, credit to graduate. So what? She was she supposed to stay in that class after that? I know. Again, something that like the yeah. administration would probably make some sort of you know arrangement. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that she would have to do that. But anyway, because I, I guess they didn't make an announcement. It was only when he left that they actually made an announcement that he was no longer teaching there. So, okay. Well, in, in the in the scene in the house before she finds out, or when she's about to find out, um, on my initial watch, I, uh, I, you know, because I was like he's skeezy from the beginning, from the very beginning. I was like he's skeezy. But then there was that very that small moment when she w- walks into the house, which she should have never done. And mm-hmm. she says, like, you must have a gay friend talking about his decorating. Mm-hmm. And for that briefest of moment, I was like, oh, my God, maybe he's not skeezy at all. And he's gay and he can't say <laughs> so because he's afraid they're going to he's going to get fired for being gay. So he doesn't have that that excuse. But then, no, he was just skeezy. I actually would have nice liked twist. that. Yeah. yeah. I think I would have actually liked better. <laughs> this, yeah, this, this made me super uncomfortable. And I think that that would have been a um, you know, a better and a good twist, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I should write for TV. You should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else in the A plot? I'm done now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So B plot. We start out where we left off in the last episode, and Logan is asking Veronica to help find his mother. He says that Lynn would have used pills, not jumped off a bridge. I feel like he's right about that. I yeah. Yes, too. I think she was pushed. I nope, think that she I, was dead, and then she was pushed off. Nope, she's not dead. Oh really? Okay. I'm going with not dead too. I think she's still out there. It, but we're not going to get into my theory yet. <laughs> Maybe Can't she's wait. kidnapped, but she's going to be dead. I don't know. Uh, I think you know. It's interesting to see, you know, Logan and Veronica. You know having to interact throughout this, you know, this plot. Uh, and, um, you know, he's got his best puppy dog eyes mm-hmm. and his best anger, his best anger management face going on at the same time. And the quippy lines. Yes. And Naomi's not even here to be our Logan and Veronica shipper. Mm-hmm. What is the Veronica Logan ship called? Uh, do you really want to know? Um, yes. No. <laughs> How do you know there is an official one? Because every fanfic has What was the one we came up with last week that was quite hilarious? I'm not sure if uh, if that's I, an actual shipper name. I remember we came up with something too, but I can't remember what it was. I can't remember. It was like... I can't remember who it was. I know it was two males. It's Wigan. Or something like Wigan? that. It was Logan and Wigan. Wigan. <laughs> I know it was Weevil and Logan. I just don't remember what the shipper name was. Yeah, I don't either. It yeah. Every <laughs> ship that you can think of gets its own name. So, like, so what, so what would you guys would be? What would you name Gatsby? the ship? Vogon. Vogon. Oh, oh, I like. Oh, I think Vogon was was that the one that we that we came up with? No, I don't. Because think it's so. the Vogons in the terrible poetry. Somebody from, who has uh, listened to our last episode great. is probably yelling at us right Good now. Effects. I know. Vogon fantastic. <laughs> I'm going with Vogon because like it's the Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and the Vogon is terrible poetry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the series is like careening towards 
shoving Veronica and Logan together. So oh, it's, yeah. it's bound to happen. Yeah, absolutely. So Vogon's coming. I don't oh, really yeah. want it to, but... Wogan might be nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, so yeah, like this B plot made me happy because we have Cliff, we have Schmidt, or um, what's his name, Leo, and Weevil. <laughs> and Weevil, like all three. I was like, this is a trifecta of awesomeness. But anyway, we'll get to that. Very true. Okay, so Logan goes with Veronica to the police station, the sheriff's office, sorry, there's no police, um, <laughs> where a woman claims to have seen Lynn um, jump off the bridge, she's been on TV, and Cliff helps to expose her. Extra points for Cliff! Yeah! <laughs> such a brief mention, and such a, you know, like two lines or three lines, but it was so happy to have him on my screen. So that whole scene uh, there with that trashy woman and Cliff, um, could you? I just can't imagine. There, there were so many points during this plot where I was just like, "Oh, poor Logan." You know, and I know we've been saying that a lot lately. Oh, poor Logan, poor Logan. Which, you know, is probably getting tired. But God, poor Logan. Like, you know, his mother's you know effectively dead. So we think. And he has to listen to these all these people telling these stories about his mother, and uh, I just I, I felt for the kid. I understand why he wanted to run over there and 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 beat her, <laughs> though I don't condone that sort of um, thing. <laughs> yes, you do, you bully. I am. I, <laughs> only if you're going to sing it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she, he would have gone gone over there and told her what for in a. In the, with the tune. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sure your trailer was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been, re- you'd have to make it rhyme and have it be Vogon poetry and they should have cried. Yes. We, yeah. we can combine all these things. Uh-huh. Anyways. All right. Veronica talks to Leo. So I have a question about this. Yes. Okay. So she, he says that she used him again. How did she use him again? Oh, I didn't get it again. I didn't get that. See, because it, it didn't make sense to me that he was pissed off at her. Because the last time we saw them, he was like kind of like smiley-faced and being like, well, I guess it serves me right type of thing, you know? Like, I'm such a cool guy that I'm just going to overlook the fact that you got me suspended and I have to put all this stuff in my box. Like, he was kind of chipper about it. And so when he appeared on the screen, I thought he said again, like, you use me again. But... Then he was referencing the one and only time she used him and then them falling, her falling for him. And I was like, how did this all happen? Like, I had to rewind to be like, did I miss a scene or something? Like, it was just, it was weird that he was referring to their whole, you know, pizza scene and all that. Um, also because he seemed so chipper at the end of that episode, even though he was getting okay. sick. I don't think he was chipper. I think he just had that, like a wry smile on his face. I think... He was, uh, yeah, like he was just feeling sort of like, oh man, I got taken, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, um, I agree. So right, but I can't speak to the rest of it. I'm not sure. But then two weeks later, you know, suspended likely without pay, he's probably a little more angry now because he can't afford pizza. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then everything was okay when she said 
she felt she was falling for him before she felt like he felt she was falling for him. Really? Like in that one little episode, she fell for him. That's, That's I have why. that same note. Yeah, well, it was really she weird. Did but say, he was so charming. Well, and she said that in the episode that it happened in, you know, that uh, girl, I don't know, like the way that she told the story, you know. Yeah, there was the voiceover. Girl where... uses boy or girl falls for boy, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. So. I think it's such a shame that you guys know him as Schmidt first, because, man, I think it changes how you see the guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I no, think I... that's a real bummer. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just see him as lovable Leo. Like, that's how I see him. Like, I, but I like to just call him Schmidt. But, I mean, I do see him. I just feel like there should, I don't know. I would have loved to see, like, I don't know. I think it was just because it was a while since we that episode and, there's no been no development. I mean, you're probably right. Like in that episode that she said that about falling for him, it was just weird that she brought it up and all of a sudden he's like smileys again. You know, I found it the most interesting how much she told him about Lily. Yeah, actually, I don't have that as a note, but now that you say it, like she really, you know, obviously trusts him. Uh-huh. Which is strange. Uh, yeah, because, well, but she fell for him. Well, whatever. She likes him. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, so I she's I, I a marshmallow. Like, like... <laughs> she's a marshmallow, but, like, she was so... I mean, after the whole Troy incident and after the whole Duncan thing, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 ha- I have my note for, for the fell for you line was, I'll give her a pass. His goofy grin is pretty fall for <laughs> I completely agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's just lovable by all accounts. I would just expect Veronica, Miss Angsty, you know. I mean, I guess I guess she's kind of like, I don't know. I'll think of an, an analogy in a bit. But, like, I guess she's, you know, she's got a mushy heart. Like, she is a marshmallow on the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. So, Logan brings in a tabloid with a woman <laughs> in it who says that she saw Lynn Eccles get into a van. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, 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 I believe that she probably did get into another vehicle. Me too. And I do even believe that it could have been the same vehicle. Well, not I the think... same vehicle, but... <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I think that maybe her husband b- borrowed it off the whatever... And when he kidnapped her to kill her, (laughs) (laughs) like, hey, Lynn, remember our first date when we met on that, you know, whatever? And hey, like, this is a romantic anniversary thing. So why don't you get in this van? And then I'm going to throw you off the bridge. (laughs) Well, no, he had been like, we can like make out in the back and like recreate all times. And then little did she know that he was going to conquer on the head and throw off a bridge. That's where I'm going with this. Right. So you or, think there was like a grain of truth in that lady's story? Like she really did see something? I, I think, think so. there I think there is a grain of truth. I think he'll come back. I hope so. Yeah. Alright, so they go and meet the lady and uh she's a massive Lynn Eccles fan, to put it mildly. So Lynn Eccles is an actor was an actress as well, right? Yeah. Obviously. She was I in mean, the movie. Yeah. I think we just learned it. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, that's I what I wanted so. to know. It was more like that. Like, we just learned that she was an actress. Like, but 
is she was she still acting or was that we don't know I, any of I don't that. I don't think so it seems I mean from from when you know Aaron was threatening her you know with you know no more maids no more house no more cars obviously her career didn't go anywhere or it was short-lived that's what I think anyways well we could look in this lady's scrapbook and find out seriously <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, so Logan's hopes are pretty much dashed at this point that his mother is alive. And he runs out and bumps into Weevil. Weevil. Just for the second, though. I know, yeah. just for a second. And, you know, when Weevil and um, Veronica have this quick exchange, I was like, does he know something? Or is it just like furthering the bromance that he feels sorry for Logan? And I think it's a bit of both. Yeah, well, also it was to uh, get us to the point where Weevil could tell Veronica that there is ki- there's a, a freshman uh, yeah. who's saying that he has proof that Lynn Eccles jumped. Like, but so. see, I think that he wouldn't have gone that far if he didn't care for Logan deeply. As per fanfic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you see the look on his face when... Veronica said, you know, about dashing all hope that his mother's still alive. You have to look at Lee Weevil's face and you will see in his eyes. I think he he has a um, an affinity for Logan because they both lost Lily. I think that that that's the the tie that binds them together at, at this juncture. Like, you know, they don't really like each other, but they well, Weevil understands what Logan is going through. Logan doesn't quite understand that, you know, Weevil also lost her. But I think that Weevil has an affinity for Logan because of this, because uh, he understands what he lost. And it's funny you could say that exact same stuff, except substitute Veronica for Weevil, and it would have been the same thing. And so I'm going to think that maybe there's a threesome going involved. <laughs> <laughs> Because think about it, like, that's what Veronica and Logan have in common, too. You know, like, Lily and how much they care for each other and, or how much they cared for her and, you know, that kind of thing. It's interesting. Well, and especially now that uh, Veronica knows about Weevil and Lily, like, I bet you that the connection between the two of them will get, you know, will get closer because now she knows this this secret and there's this whole new path of of uh of relation that they can have of this you know again a tie you know it's something that ties them together that they didn't have before they didn't know they had yeah so it seems like lily ties everybody together too bad she's dead <laughs> <laughs> all right so this freshman kid was making a horrible war movie and uh, there's a little something in the background just right at the time that Lynn Eccles supposedly jumped. And his don't name know what is Heart. Heart. Thank you. Like Heart as in love or Heart as in stag? Mm, I have I no idea. I think that it's Heart as in wolf, ram, and heart. Yeah, like it's <laughs> That's exactly it, like stag, like wolf, ram. <laughs> that's what I'm going with, too. It means something. I'm going with it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come along, Jimmy. <laughs> I have, I have, they watch a video and see the quote body fall off the cliff. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's a body bridge. either. How did they even see that? You look oh, at it. Oh, come on, Heidi. You've done like, editing. No, seriously. seriously. It is like miles and miles and miles away. Yeah, but when you're editing, you notice every little thing. You notice. <laughs> that splash was pretty big. <laughs> and it's not even like, that. I mean, there's people who watch TV shows. in the background? Yeah, I totally. Yes, I don't think that's this is, this is one of those instances where the zoom is way better than it ever possibly could be. Just like on every oh, TV that's true. forensics oh, department. Yes. Yeah, let's zoom in on that face, and oh look, we can actually make it look clear. Right. Even, yes. Uh, uh-huh. Not <laughs> just a bunch of pixels. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, it convinces Logan that his mother's dead, and then Veronica finds out that Lynn's credit cards have been used. Didn't Julia Roberts teach us anything? <laughs> There's a whole lot of credit card because it happened in the A plot too. The fact that he used credit cards to match up with, you know, um, the diary. With, yeah, with the diary okay. entries, and then in this too, I'm just like, really, who uses credit cards anymore? Who doesn't? I mean, right. I mean <laughs> in terms of trying to pull something over or trying to escape or trying not to, you know, be seen oh, right. or something like that. Like, who uses credit cards? I, you know what? I think that she still is alive, but I think that somebody's going to kill her. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what but- I'm talking. I have this whole, I have this, you know, sleeping with the enemy where Julia Roberts gets away from her, um, you know, her abusive husband. Anybody? Okay, there we go. I was wondering where your Julia Roberts reference was going. Me too. Credit cards in the, like, I don't know, Jimmy, tell us about it. You don't know the movie. The movie where Julia Roberts uh, sleeping with the enemy. Where so she's with this abusive husband, and she she takes these swimming lessons and and falls off of a boat on purpose and swims ashore and pretends that she dies. To get away from him? No? Nobody. Thank you for spoiling the movie. I know the yeah, president. Spoiler movie. alert, Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> that's, that, that's like the first 10 minutes of the movie. Okay, but, all right. Never- <laughs> but uh, I'm like, you stash cash for months and then you leave the credit cards behind so that, you know, when you're leaving yeah. your husband, so that there's no way for them to tie you. Watch the movie. It's a good movie. It's creepy, but it's good. Well, it is too bad that nobody asked uh, your advice on this before they used the credit cards. Lynn Eccles should have consulted you. She, obviously, she doesn't watch that many movies, or she wasn't in this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> seriously. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have a problem with people using credit cards when they're trying to be devious, because that's the first place people look. Watch media, people. <laughs> Save your life. <laughs> All right, anything else on the B-plot? My last thing on this B-plot is this is what mends Logan and Veronica's relationship. She's going to find Lynn, and he's going to forgive her for, um, for you know, telling on him. And that they're going to... That's how, that, that's how, how the, uh, the Vogons are going to happen. And when she gets killed and dies, he, she is going to comfort him. And you know what I mean by comforting him. (laughs) Thank you for the music. (laughs) Well, we already had some music in the episode, so we'll have some more. (laughs) Run away, Yvette. Run away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. C plot. Yay. Veronica asks Duncan for a recommendation of a doctor. So I have to say that she's really, really nosy 
and really, really, like, there's no reason for us to be this way with Duncan, except for curiosity. But I'm glad she is for our sakes. But (laughs) at the same time, I was like, this is like the most... Because she doesn't really have a really good reason other than her curiosity. And she commits like an egregious act of like going through records and like stowing away in doctor's offices and all that kind of stuff. And so I was just like, well, I'm glad this is a TV show because I would have a problem with this. (laughs) She would be be put away for a long, long time for doing any of these things. Yeah, and like most things that she does aren't this bad, but I don't. And then I was like laughing at myself that I actually had like morals when it comes to this TV show. So, um, <laughs> but it bothered me a little. But I'm glad that she did it because now we get to figure out that he's he's an epileptic person or he has epilepsy. Uh, oh no, he's not epileptic. He's 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 crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> he'd be he crazy. Or epilepsy. Yeah, whatever that is specifically. It causes causes him to rape and murder people. Did anybody look up if that was a real thing? What? Type four epilepsy that makes you a psychotic? No, I didn't. I bet if Naomi was here, I know. I was just about to say, with her Google Foo skills, Uh we would have been all in the know. So I just. I was literally just typing to Google or typing to Google it. I was just starting to Google it and it said type four epilepsy Veronica Mars was the second <laughs> option. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's made up. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was gonna say I, I don't know. Um I don't know what I was gonna say. But it doesn't surprise me that it's made up. Yeah. Um okay. which Oh, wait, me? no, I actually think it exists. No, I just found it for real, yeah. Is it really? Is it a thing? Yeah. yeah. The frontal lobe occurs predominantly at night. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, what time of the day was Lily killed? Uh, nightmares yeah. uh, nightmares are that? a psychiatric disorder. Um, a defective chromosome. Uh, wow. So it is something. Nocturnal, nocturnal motor seizures, sudden awakening, nighttime vocalization, fearful expressions during attack, nocturnal wandering. Oh, uh, you know what? And if it's chromosomal, I bet um, it's hereditary. And who do we know that he's related to? Okay. Well, I don't know. The way you guys have these family exactly. trees going, I'm not sure. <laughs> that was actually a question. <laughs> I'm like, is no he related, related to backup? To. <laughs> yes. Backup is going to go nuts. I'm like, Malika, you tell me who he's related to. I, know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I forget what the latest theory is, but um <laughs> it's uh he's not a cane. Um But oh when when she calls to but like backing up way talk about backup. When she calls to make the um appointment with doctor with his with his um doctor's secretary mm-hmm. or receptionist it's like the worst conversation ever because I've never called a doctor's office and haven't been like this. Like, she's like, can I make an appointment? My name is Veronica. Okay, I'll be there at the end of the day. Like, I call a doctor's office and they're like, what's your insurance information? First and last name. What's your mother's, like, real, like, you know, whatever. Like, are you a new patient? Are you? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, and then, like, you. the last appointment of the day yes. is, like, the most coveted appointment ever. Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> like, maybe three months from now you can have that slot, Miss Thingy. But, like, exactly. you know. Especially if you're a new patient. And new patient. Yeah. like, six months down the road. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. that, that's my biggest my, my biggest beef was, is the doctor taking new patients? Yeah. <laughs> no, because the answer is usually no. Right. Especially if he's an expensive one. Exactly. Because expensive doctors in Neptune, I can imagine, would, you know, equate to, you know, a coveted doctor who's able to charge those rates and mm-hmm. which would equate to, I don't have any appointments. I'm a specialist, you know. You don't come for to see me for allergies. <laughs> My you don't catch how snotty Duncan was when he told her, oh, he's yes. kind of expensive. Oh, the worst. And, and but here's one thing about Duncan and Veronica. Like, I was thinking about this when I was watching this. Remember in the pilot when he was really gloomy Gus and he didn't say any two words to her and he couldn't even meet her in the eye. And, like, in this episode he's wandering up to her. And, like, this has happened in the last few episodes. He's wandering up to her. He's smiling at her. He's, like, you know, just being – and is it because he went off his, his antidepressants that he's now happy? Well, I think that's what we're supposed to believe. Yeah, because remember in the episode where he started going off of them, he... He started being nice, and he exactly. wanted to hang around with Veronica, and they yep. were in the car together, and he 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 jumped off the... Uh, off the... Bleachers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. off the bleachers because she kissed Troy, and, and you know... But see, the Troy and the jumping off the bleachers and everything. But I'm like, are there no repercussions for going off your antidepressants? Were you not depressed at all in taking them? Because anyone who knows anyone who's been on antidepressants or if they've been on them themselves, usually when you come off, it's like you need to be in therapy. You're not suddenly a happier person. You may be less wooden, but I don't know. Slightly strange. Well, now he just has Lily talking in his head. So. And he's forgotten that she's his half sister, or thinks he thinks that she's his half his sister. Mm-hmm. So Veronica gets her appointment. She goes to the appointment. She sees the doctor and then hides in the office to look through the files. She finds Duncan's file and copies it, and also finds that Abel Coons goes to the same doctor. How convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she copies that file, too, you know, for good measure. Because, you know, when you're just being amoral, why not, you know? Yeah, when you're well, breaking the even law, immoral. you might as well, might you as know, well it, have more than If I were her at that point, I probably wouldn't have made copies. I just would have stuffed it all in a bag and left. <laughs> totally. Yeah, <laughs> why not, right? I, you know, like, let's see what, what what's wrong with everybody in town. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do, I do think it's clever how... When the nurse comes back, though, she goes back in the room and undresses like, yeah, I'm still cute. waiting for the doctor. He never showed up. Because the cleaning, well, I guess they, they're not related. Never mind. I was going to say that relates to the cleaning lady. No, no, no I was going to say the cleaning lady wouldn't have been like, um, hey, so there was a patient here last night. Uh, I, know. You know. <laughs> I thought that, too. I was like, uh, wouldn't somebody say something to the doctor about you forgot your last patient? And he'd be like, no, I didn't. Well, you but then have. I, well, but then I think about like the cleaning people at my company, and they really could care less what's going on in there. They just are like, yeah, go ahead, bye. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And also, like, I mean, doctors sometimes they don't even know if they know who are in what room. So, <laughs> well, yeah, and you saw how he treated her. Like, yeah. yeah, he probably doesn't even remember her at all. That's that's very true. Yeah, but anyway. Okay, so we uh, we talked about the type for epilepsy, uh, blackouts, violent episodes. Rape and murder. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then Veronica goes to see Abel again, and we find out that he's dying. Did he not get the wind knocked out of his sails? Did we that predict was this? The best. Well, I mean, I've I've been saying, well, I I'm sure I have said on a few occasions that I thought that he was being paid to do this, or not that he was dying. I don't think that I said, but. Uh, you know, obviously he was benefiting somehow, and I think that, so, I think that his family is going to be taken care of once he's dead. I think that's, that's how he was bought. But he's so creepy! Yeah, no, I, I, and I, I think that we might have predicted this. Because I yeah, feel like... Yeah, it was kind of in the back of my mind. I know what Jimmy just said. I yes. remember, like, specifically that, yeah. and... Uh, yeah, and I feel like we said that he's probably dying, and that's why he doesn't care, and he, all he cares about is his family. Come on, spoiler group! Or creep. somebody. Hmm? Come on, spoiler group! Put this put put this stuff together. You know. Well, they're not that's spoilers right. for our. <laughs> well, no, but they I'm should be keeping track of, of our predictions so <laughs> that we can. <laughs> I'm keeping track of some things, but I did not have this one. I'll eventually go back and listen, and once it comes back, I'll report. It'll probably be three months from now, but, okay, you know. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good way to end. It was, I thought it that felt, was a great scene. Yeah, it was a good scene. And even if it was predictable, just in terms of, like, us guessing, because we're super, you know, I was excited say, to fi- figure it out. Just um, because you guys predict something <laughs> doesn't mean it's predictable. <laughs> we predict, okay, be honest, we predict everything. Like anything that could possibly happen, we predict it. Aliens came down and took over his body, and it yes. happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys have time travel in here, so you know. <laughs> we <happens>. don't. <laughs> when it happens, we can be like, we predicted it. Um, That's right. But yeah, I thought it was a good scene. All right, it's time for quotes. Oh my. Kim, would you like to go first? Really? Do I get to go first? You do. How exciting. I do. I'm very fond of this one. When Veronica sees little Olivia and she says, ah, she's adorable. And Mr. Brooks' reply is, well, if you get back past her megalomania and reactionary politics. (laughs) (laughs) And hence the baby. Yes. Hence the baby thing from the beginning of the podcast. Yes, I had a feeling. I was like, oh, man, that's mine. (laughs) Take it from you. Okay. I know you did great. <laughs> uh, Veronica to Weevil, blue job or can or can you meddle in in hubcaps? Weevil, is this 1970 rims, baby? Veronica, so you got a trophy for a rim job? That was mine, Jimmy. Oh. Yeah, I got that one too. <laughs> and Sorry. then she, then he she talks about something about having her own deep throat, and I'm like, oh, well. Got real dirty. Yeah, got real dirty real fast. You bet you should pro- probably go since I stole yours. I don't want you seeing Kid Rock. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> um, Veronica, are you patronizing me? Keith, to be fair, I am your patron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do Logan. And what are you going to stop me with, Veronica? Force of will, strength of character, tenacity, karate chop. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. 
Uh, Logan, there's a woman who saw my mom get out of her car and get into a van with a mysterious stranger, Veronica. There's also a jungle tribe that worships Donald Trump's hair. It's a tabloid. Logan, what, so the girl with the pig arm can't really bowl? Veronica, <laughs> I just don't want to get your hopes up. <laughs> I'm glad you got that one because I was trying to remember it when we were talking about that scene. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the, with the, with the ink conversation. Not all of it. Uh, Keith and Veronica. Hey, honey, what have you been up to? Veronica, tell me where to put your father of the year trophy, because there's some place I'd like to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I have that one. I know pity cooking when I see it. Yeah. I have Veronica. I remember when you were new and eager to please. Good times. <laughs> I have that one, too. <laughs> That's to Wallace. Yep. Yeah. Okay, it's time for feedback. And once again, we have a voicemail. <gasps> Yay! We love voicemails. Send us voicemail. Send us voicemail. Yeah. Go ahead. Although you can't actually call us because we don't have a... a send us that's, recording. That's Please so send us 2005. I know. <laughs> this voicemail comes from Paul Mackey. Hey, Investigating Mars, this is Paul Mackey. Um, about Mars versus Mars, let's see. Well, you know, I wish there wasn't so many giant time jumps that confuse me between the episodes. Uh, okay, just kidding. Um, I totally forgot that Adam Scott, later of Party Down, was ever on this show at all. Uh, and uh, I totally forgot that he played this guy in this episode. Um and, uh, you know, I, I really can't, uh, I don't feel safe talking about any of the uh, season arc because, uh, cause I'm, I'm, uh, I, I remember the broad strokes of it, but, uh, but the little bits, not so much. So, uh, I best not talk about that, but I do want to say one more thing about Mars versus Mars. I love the scene and I'm not going to steal anybody's quote, uh, in which Veronica and Weevil skirt the very rim of what you can usually say on television. And I will talk to you later. Bye. All right. That's our voicemail. I forgot that's how else I knew him. It was from, he's the lead in Party Down. Yeah. Somebody uh, gave me his name in that, you know, that Facebook game that's going around where you put an actor's name and you're supposed to put your number right, right. and whatever. Somebody gave me his name and I was going through his IMDb going, I have never seen anything except Veronica Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. Yeah, uh, I I had not. So there may have been like one other thing or something, but I was like, okay, well. Adam Scott. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Okay, so we have an email <clears throat> from Melanie. All right, I will read this. Hey guys, okay, so here is another stream of consciousness email since I haven't been around for the last few weeks. So you have a young, attractive, inspiring, and entertaining teacher. You can never trust him. Thank <laughs> you, Veronica, for this life lesson. Okay, so is anyone else annoyed at the look Duncan gave her when she asked about the doctor? I mean, Donut is a great many things, but a superficial asshat who doesn't know what a copay who doesn't know what a copay is—that seemed odd. Why was the line about cost even necessary? Yeah, I thought that was really. 
sticky uh-huh. to Melanie. Yeah. Well, it's like rich people have insurance too. Yeah. And if he's been to the doctor, he knows he has to do a copay. And how does he even know that he's a rich doc? Because like usually it's just insurance, I know, right? You never so... know the money amount, right? Yeah. I thought that was <sighs> Yeah, strange. Duncan sucks. He does. All right. Okay. Back to the email. I enjoy seeing Veronica act like a normal teenager. Her reaction to the news that Carrie's parents hired Keith was very normal of a girl that age who had a personal connection with all the parties involved. So you know who I said Leo annoyed me? I kind of find him adorable in this episode. Okay, so I'm going to go all teacher geek on this. A teacher would never have to represent himself at a disciplinary meeting. <laughs> <laughs> the unions hey. have both national and local reps. Something of this magnitude would likely be assigned a national rep. Oh, and he would not be teaching any longer until the charges were dropped. He would be on suspension pending hearing. Type 4 epilepsy. Hmm. <laughs> I love freshmen. They are so cute. I couldn't imagine the idea of watching your mother jump off a bridge. Poor Logan. Abel is dying. I wonder what that means. Okay, well, that concludes my rant for the evening. Until next time, stay away from Black Satin oh, <laughs> P.S. I apologize for the poor use of grammar. I'm sending this from my phone. No, so, I think that she knows what it means. That's so evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's like, I wonder what that means. Yeah, well, I'm sure that people do that to her about Battlestar all the time. I'm going to do it more to her for Battlestar. <laughs> Better watch out. Yeah, I can't really do it because I've only seen it, seen Battlestar through once, and so. Oh, I'm rewatching with them. Most things, so. yeah, me too. Yeah, but I I remember because I was pretty involved. Um, okay, so from our Facebook group, we have Simone. Ah, uh, Adam Scott. Yay! I really like this episode because it's the first real disagreement between the Marses. Oh, and well, it turns out Veronica isn't always right. The blue dye pack scene. Priceless. Uh-huh. LOL. Mr. Rooks is actually, was actually a skeevy teacher. She's using our terminology. Exactly. It's awesome. <laughs> Carrie's a good friend to go to bat for Susan like that. And Veronica was wise, wise enough, to, um, enough to be po- apologetic. I agree. She was, she kind of, I like that about her. Abel Kuntz is dying. Really, Simone? So, he is getting something out of being the fall guy for the Canes. She's uh, not a newbie, is she? Um, I think she was a newbie, but then she went ahead. Oh my gosh! Do I have that These right? These people. I'm not sure. No idea. I I could be wrong. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Simone, if you're taunting us, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have words. Lynn Enkel's suicide was filmed, but then her credit card is being used. Poor Logan. So confusing. I agree. Donut has psychotic episodes in which he blacks out and doesn't remember things. And we don't think he killed Lily, right? It's too obvious, yeah? We'll get to that, Simone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ronnie loves Deputy Leo. I love a good weevil threat. LOL, I can't see young heart tempting fate. See, she spelled it with an H-A-R-T as well. (laughs) That's because he's related to Wolfram and heart. Yes, I think so. (laughs) And it means something, Jimmy. I don't know what yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so um i just have to throw out there that ronnie i keep reading that as Roni. me too have to remember because of bobby brown anybody else Tenderoni. yes having a Roni, you know from... my heart belongs to a Roni. yes yes from bobby brown come on man 
having a rony. Okay, Anyways, now. Oh, God. That's all I got. <laughs> so Rich says, uh, weird creep, Adam Scott. I love that, feels so, that, that V feels so strongly that the teacher is right, but once she realizes she's wrong, she eats crow and does the right thing. Also, she's not scared of Kuntz. Is that how you spell that? Seems wrong and dirty. <laughs> K-U-N-T-Z. I had a teacher, Mr. Kuntz, spelled like that in the eighth grade. So mm. it's valid. Um, and Logan, your tragic life has won me over faster than any jackass ever. I agree. Logan. Poor Logan. Beth says, here's a list of random thoughts from Mars versus Mars. Did anyone catch the X-Files reference? Veronica to Weevil. Finally, a deep throat to call my own. There was even more guest stars that I would come to love on future shows with Adam Scott. He did Rob Thomas party down after this and then became part of my current favorite TV couple in Ben and Leslie on Parks and Rec and Leighton Meester. It actually took me a while to recognize her. Plus Christina Lakin, a.k.a. Al from Step by Step played Susan. Oh, my God. I don't know what Step by Step is. is that oh, a my gosh. TGIF. Yeah, TGIF. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's awesome. a callback. Wow. With Suzanne Summers. Yeah, with the like, with didn't she have like? No, that was just the ten of us. I watch all was, those shows. No, she had like nineteen kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Okay. And she's playing a high school girl because that show was on like before no, they had graduated high school, and I would say she was probably in high school in that show. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to go and look at her again because. <laughs> Are you gonna Google it, Jimmy? Of course he is. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I did look up about. on IMDb, and heart is spelled like that. By the way, all right. We have confirmation on that. <laughs> Why can't I? But I did think. It? But I did think. I I was just going to tell you that. Um, but I I do think that um, she looked old in this episode. Yeah. Well, she should because she's got to be. Um, uh, apparently, she was also in the hottie and the naughty. Oh. <laughs> which had which, which had that actress that shall not be named in it. Oh no! Oh. Uh. Horrible! <laughs> I can't believe you guys are still talking about her. <laughs> we try not to. Yeah, I. I, I still, uh. All right. No. So, so Ray says, very good episode. A lot of info in this one too. Besides the a plot, Veronica is working on her love life with Deputy Leo. Finding out about Coons and Duncan's medical issues, and working with Logan and Weevil to find out about Mrs. Eccles. Plus, we get a fun storyline where Veronica and her dad are feuding. All of mm-hmm. that, plus cool guest stars in Adam Scott, Leighton Meester, and Christine Lakin. Just an overall great episode. The ink packet exploding on Veronica and the scene after with her and Keith is one of my favorites. And it's great to get a storyline where Veronica is wrong. She can't always get everything right and proves that she still has a lot to learn. Agreed. Yep. I, I wouldn't like it if she always got everything right. No, that would be no fun. Because the episode would end after like 10 minutes and she mm-hmm. would have just accused one person. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do want to also echo Melanie's statement that, that the uh, Deep Throat thing is probably Watergate, not X-Files. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> like, I'm... I'm Oh, or porn. Uh, yeah, and porn is where I was going. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, that's the implication, but <laughs> yes. the idea it could be all of from... them. Yeah, right. No, I didn't. It could be. 
sorry, <laughs> I'm. Anyway, I th I was assuming Watergate. I was not yeah. assuming X Files. Yeah. Okay. I guess. So, who killed Lily Kane? It was so Duncan. Yeah. But I think that somebody took him off his meds. They swapped out his meds, and then he just went cray. Cry, cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's he was like, you know, just I can just imagine him. He's just like, because he's like, in this, <laughs> he's in this state, and they just like point him at Lily, and then he just goes forward and rah, rah, it's all over her. That's k kind of that's kind of um 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 picking up what you're laying down. But go ahead, See? somebody yes. else, anybody, Yvette. What's yours? You know, I mean, we all know it was Duncan. I don't even care who made it. <laughs> I just know he did it, and I can't wait for him to get hauled off to jail. I'm so tired of looking at him. Yeah, me too. So, okay. Leanne totally came to town to help Lynn leave. They threw a fake body overboard, and they were both off and running. I don't know where they are, but they're, you know, off and running somewhere. Until it comes out that Aaron Eccles was having an affair with Lily, and he had Donut Killer in a fit of epileptic rage. So he, they dumbled and loaded her up. He loaded her up and sent her and it loaded Donut up and sent him at Lily because they were having an affair because, you know, he sleeps with everybody. I agree with that. I think that it was him. I, I, you know, I mean, I think that he was having an affair with Lily, his half daughter. And I think that um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm even going to say that I, I like your Tolman Louising, you know, linen. Um, whatever her name is, Liana or Leanne. Leanne and Lynn, yeah. Are they sisters? In this theory of yours? <laughs> uh, well, From another I, mister? They yeah, were before, I, I, but maybe they I, are now. I haven't really gotten that far up to the okay. family tree, but. <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm just following it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I like if it. We, if we have to look at the parentage of the adults in this series too, wow. Yeah. Naomi's yeah. going to need a bigger chart. Maybe that's why they're making a movie. Or a smaller <laughs> chart. <laughs> or a smaller, a smaller chart, chart, right? It's, it's got a few branches. <laughs> All ties back to back up. Okay, ratings. So I like this episode. I didn't. Uh, I think that the A plot was a little, I don't know, like I, I mentioned in the beginning, I this happened at my school. It was a little bit close to home. There was a couple of plot holes for that, but I really, really liked um, the B and C plots. Um, and I didn't hate the A-plot, so it was pretty good. Um, I like that we got even just a bit of Cliff and a little bit of Weevil and a little bit of um, uh, Leo as well. So I'm giving it 8 out of 10, Walking White Trash. Oh, go you. Hmm. All right, Malika, you liked this one way better than me. I thought it was perfectly average, and I give it 5 out of 10, beret-wearing, clove-smoking Bolsheviks. <laughs> wow. You know, oh, man. we've got to get uh, a little more extreme in our rating systems, I think. I was just <laughs> thinking that as Yvette was speaking, I'm like, I, 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 people will not know this, but I swore I was going to give it this either a 2 or a 10.5. Like, I was determined <laughs> just so I could be more extreme. And I fell into my trap again of, like, property. <laughs> this is um, totally an 11. No, uh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 1. <laughs> I, you know, I really, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm bored with the teacher, uh, the the teacher student affair storyline. 
I, I liked the uh, the twist that came with you know Veronica solving it and the and the uh, Susie being the pregnant one and, and so it kind of redeemed itself. Uh, we get an extra point for Cliff, uh, no backup, um, and not nearly enough Wallace really in this episode, but. The B and C plots I thought were really strong, and I really liked it. So I'm actually going to go with a seven out of ten unexpected ink bombs. <laughs> Kim, um, I cannot for the life of me remember what I scored this last time. So I'm just going to pick something random. Um, I do. I like the episode. It, it's got some great things about it. It does have some major flaws, but um, I feel like they're kind of forgivable um, in general. Uh, and I like the, you know, progress in general. I like that it gives Veronica some depth. I kind of like that we don't like her in it. You know, it gives her some, some the opportunity to not be uh, one-dimensional. So I like that part about it. So, yeah, for that, I think I'm going to go ahead and I'll do 8 out of 10 stags. Wow. I also enjoy this episode. And I think I'm going to do 8.5 out of 10 vans from that movie. (laughs) I was going to specifically name it, but I can't remember what it's called. (laughs) So, yeah, um, let's have our contact information. Um, so you can find us at www.quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet at investigatingmars. And our Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash group slash investigatingmars. Our spoiler group is www.facebook.com slash groups slash spoilers of Mars. And if you would be so kind as to leave us an iTunes review, we would be very, very happy. Very happy. Yay. Feedback. iTunes Yay, reviews. Yes. Send them. All of those things. <laughs> we have work, people. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Kim. Thank you. Yay, you're welcome. Kim. It was fun. Thank you yes. for coming back. As always. Yes, and I'll be back again. Yes. Woo-hoo! One more time this season, even. So excited. Uh-huh. Yay. Yeah. Okay, so our next episode is called Rusky Business. What's it about? A Russian comes and invades the O-Niner territory, and we have to get rid of him. That's what I'm I think it's a vodka insider trading. I like vodka. Yeah. Well, Russian mob insider trading. <laughs> you bet. Commies. Nico, <laughs> <laughs> commies? Just commies. Just commies. That's it. <laughs> Enough said. You can't, right. you can't really give the word Ruskies without making us go there, I guess. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see what it's about next time. And until then, bye. Have bye. A good night, everybody.